0: I went out to lunch with this gal. Mm -hmm. Not only was I asking her questions about herself, I was asking her tons of questions about her husband because I'm like, I need to figure out, like our husband's going to gel. Because we've been on double dates before where like there's one specific trait that you cannot handle. Like you have zero, zero, zero talents for it even if you really like the person. Mm
1: -hmm. I exchanged phone numbers at the, yeah. You did? Yes, with one of the guys, yes. You're gonna have a friend? He wants to be my friend.
0: God is so cool. Like there's millions of people in this world and the way you randomly meet the people you're supposed to meet is so freaking cool. Making new friends in a new city. It's hard for adults to make new friends. In this episode, we're gonna talk about what it takes to do so. We're also gonna share kind of a a lifer update from the empty nester's perspective and a lot of other, (laughs) what's so funny?
1: just that making friends is so funny because that's what you tell your kids to go do when they're like little, well, like go outside and make new friends.
0: It's a difficult thing. And plus people aren't very good at it anymore since COVID. That's what we're talking about here today on The Shalene Show. Thanks for joining us. So obviously I have my husband Fred Johnson here and today, you know, we want to share with you some of the things that we've been doing. And I know that's true. Like it is weird to say you need to make new friends. And I didn't ever think I would be in that situation and I don't even know if I am, but I guess I am. Like I find that it's nice to have people you can really connect with and share, like go do something together, like a walk. I like exercising with friends. I like going out to dinner with couples. I like meeting new people. And I'd always, not always, but for the last couple of years, I've been saying no new friends, no new friends, because I don't have enough time to spend with the ones that I do have. But right now, a lot of my friends are in a season that we were once in couple years ago. Like a lot of our friends right now, their kids are like their senior year or they're younger. And when you're in that season, you don't have extra time for your friends. Not a lot.
1: No. And I think also we've actually been away from our kids graduating from high school for a few years now. And I think that when we were back at home, we would go out with people we would go out and double date we'd go out with friends but we also went out with our kids yeah so we have to replace that too because if we had the option to like double date with a couple or go on a double date with like sierra and roman or taylor and brock or take all six of us and go out we did that so and we don't have that here yeah, i mean that's true roman and sierra came and visited us here but we would go out to dinner with them at least once a week
0: yeah so this weekend, we did a Shalene Show meetup here in Miami. And the backstory on that is, and that's a great way to meet new people, you guys, is to, to schedule your own meetup. Like, there's an actual app, Eventbrite, where you could post it there, you can advertise it, you can get the word out, you can do it in Facebook groups. If you are in a community of people who listen to the podcast, like maybe you're in a city. Listen, if you listen to the Shalene Show and you want to meet other people, Feel free to go in the pod squad and schedule a meetup in your city. I mean, do that because you're going to find like-minded people, especially if you've been struggling to make friends.
1: We're not going to show up, but... We might. Well, if we're in that city, we would.
0: (laughs) But you know, you probably have to pick a a bigger city, but it's worth doing because it was so fun. Let me I'm going to tell you about how to do this. Again, whether you want to do it for a podcast, and it doesn't have to be mine. Like maybe you're in another Facebook group or some other community where people need to get in the habit of being in person again. It's a skill and we've forgotten how to do it. And I think one of the reasons why we're reluctant to do these things is because we've become more socially awkward since COVID. Think so? I know so. There's incredible research that shows, especially ages from like middle school to age 24, that group reports twice the social anxiety that our age Experiences And and it used to be like the reverse, like their social anxiety key and generalized anxiety and depression keeps going up and up and up. And I think it has a lot to do with social media and COVID and all those things. So anyways, we scheduled a meetup and I've been putting the word out for weeks about it and saying like, if you want to go, send a text, right? If you're in the Miami area. And we had over 170 people say, if you're coming to Miami, I'm coming. So I'm like, this thing's going to be freaking huge.
1: Yeah. It wasn't. No. And the reason why it wasn't was because of the fact that we never settled in on a date, a location, a time. So we just kept on saying, if we do this, would you like to come? And then so people, you make plans two weeks out a lot of times, especially on the weekends. That's true.
0: And the fact of the matter is, if I'm being completely honest, and I'm going to talk about this on Friday's episode, all about overcoming social anxiety, shyness, like learning the skills that make it way more comfortable to do an environment event like that. And part of the reason why I didn't schedule it is because we had so much going on and I I just didn't ever sit down to figure out like, okay, what weekend could we do this? And then once Michaela said she was coming last weekend, I'm like, Oh, that'll be fun for her to do that with me. A lot of people have heard her on the show over and over again, you know, for the last like 10 years. So, and then I asked Warren to come because he's so good at these kinds of He's, he's the community guy, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Warren, would you come and help yes. me? And he's just the best kind of person for that kind of thing. Because so- we've
1: done these before. Yeah. And when we've promoted them and we've given a person a specific date – like when we went and did it in Dallas, we had three or four hundred people there, but we promoted it for two months. We had people, remember that one group of ladies that they talked there, like one of them had like access to a private jet and they all took a private jet in from Arkansas.
0: I know. I'm like, how do we, how do we become friends with that?
1: <laughs> that was sure. great. But when you have that much time, yeah. so if we would have given people a month or five weeks to come in on this past Saturday, people wouldn't have just come from almost Exclusively, the forty people were within two-hour drive.
0: But what was nice about it being forty people is it really did give me the opportunity to meet a lot of those people. But the whole point of a meetup is for people to meet each other, because I'm the one thing everyone has in common. So they know everything about me. You know what I mean? Like I way overshare. There's like no question to ask me because you're like, yeah, I already, I already know. I've already heard you cry about things that upset you. I know about you and your husband, like I know way too much, Selene. But when you bring people together in a community where they don't even realize how much they have in common, you have to facilitate that. And so that's what we did, which was great. So my friend Warren of OctoNation, largest octopus fan club, but he's also like, he's very well networked. He helps people figure out their brand. He's really good at community. And he has this friend who wrote the book called The Two-Hour Cocktail Party, how to build big relationships with small gatherings. Warren, this is a true story, like two hours before the event, I'm like, I need to figure out how to get these women and their husbands or boyfriends, whatever they brought, to get to know each other. And there's gonna be people like me who are introverted and like people, but how do I facilitate all that? I went to ChatGPT. And started coming up with like questions. And then I went to like mixer style stuff. And he goes, wait a second. My friend wrote that book. Let's just call him. And he literally put him on the phone. And he wa- he's like, okay, what's the times? All right, 7 to 9.30. Okay, great. Here's what you're going to do. And he literally walked me through how to keep everything going, but make sure people really get to know each other and build relationships. So if you're planning on doing a meetup, he's got an audible version of it on Amazon. Pick it up. I'm telling you. Don't you think it was great?
1: It was great. I also think that, I think there was a couple things great. First of all, bring a, like a whistle because Shalene can oh. whistle really well. Can I do it so, real quick? Yeah. <laughs> so she did that. And the first time she did it, everybody was like, what the hell was that? Like yeah. literally just like did a, you know, like the exorcist head turnaround because everybody's going to start talking. And if you're going to do that, you either have to have the ability to command attention or have something that. Tells people, like, okay, yeah, we, like need to, we need to be quiet because people want to keep talking and stuff.
0: Which was so crazy because, you know, my fear was like, oh, people are going to get there, and if you came with a friend, you're just going to be standing there talking. Like, I wanted them to get to know how much they have in common with everyone else there.
1: And then – The other thing too, not that we push alcohol, but when you're getting a group of people together that don't know each other, there's a good chance that some of them are going to have already a little social anxiety about being there, a little nerves, and there's nothing better than like a little glass of wine or a little glass of champagne to take the edge off. And then we got seriously lucky that we had an amazing caterer for the thing. Now, you don't have to cater it, but it is nice to try to find like a local person to come in and, and... which we did and it was like fantastic. So like the setup was amazing.
0: It was unbelievable. And what was shocking to me, this was shocking. I don't know why, but I just assume people who would come to a meetup or travel a couple of hours, some people on a busy weekend, it was Formula One weekend. It's a Saturday night in Miami. I'm like, these are like people who are really invested. These are definitely gonna be people who listen to the Patreon. Yeah. Yes. Because Patreon is like, if you think this is personal, like we go there. I've told like stories I've never told before stuff about my childhood. We've talked about things that we are just too personal to talk about on the regular show, either because it involves somebody else or it's, it's just more intimate or funny or whatever. And so I asked the group, I'm like, so how many of you listen to the podcast? And every hand went up. I said, how many of you have done one of my workouts? And maybe half. Yeah, I have. and then I'm like this is the part I was shocked I said okay and how many of you are Patreon
1: now out of 40 before they raised their hands how many legitimately did you think were going to raise their hands 30 yeah me too I was that, <laughs> and I think I almost was like she needs to rephrase that question because like they didn't understand the question but like one person one or two people like raised their hand and, and then, that was shocking
0: the one gal who was Patreon a Vaulty, a Sherry. Yes. Actually, two people. So the, Sherry the, the, the and girl, um, the girl, Desi.
1: Yeah, but Desi didn't come late. So Desi wasn't there when you did that right. poll. Neither of
0: them were at that point. Oh, she wasn't either. No. So, the no. yeah. And yeah.
1: Sherry is an insurance agent.
0: Yeah. So, anyways, when I was talking to other people later, they said, you have to tell people, like, and this is not a push for Patreon, but I don't think people understand, like, how much they would really like it.
1: Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. Anyways, we so, just don't push it and so it's like I mean, that, that to, that's I'm, our fault like so we can't we can't expect people to be all Patreon members that no. listen to the podcast and we don't like tell people about it.
0: Yeah, but for 5 bucks you can back binge a full years worth of episodes and they're timeless because they're freaking funny. But anyways, my point is that I will sometimes on um, a lot almost every show I'll say, yeah, so anyways, I told this on the Patreon because I'm almost like trying to acknowledge those people who are on Patreon, like let them know, like, I know I already said this. I don't want them to think I'm like losing my mind. I'm like, yeah, I know I mentioned this on Patreon. Anyways, now I'm going to say that. I explained the story about and it's an interesting story. So if you want to join Patreon, I tell the story about on the vault level on about the friend that I wanted to meet and I wanted to make her my friend. And so I told that story. Anyways, what roundabout, because we're trying to make friends as adults. And so I'll just give you a, a quick synopsis of what I did. And that is, I met this gal that I briefly, five minutes, and I thought immediately, like, oh, I connect with her. I like her style. I like the way she dresses. Like, I like her personality. We could be buddies. And I had to figure like, how, how do I find her again? So long story short is I found her. But then what do you do once you find some? Like, how do you make friends, right? Can
1: we, can we, can we be friends? Yeah, do you want to be
0: friends? Circle yeah. one, yes or no. So for me, it's finding out, like stalking them enough to figure out like what do they do and what do you have in common and how can you create some type of reason to interact that allows you to get to know them a little bit more. That's all. You're just trying to figure out like would we be friends before declaring it. So I found out that she was an event planner. I got a hold of her and so it was a really good excuse to say, hey, let's have lunch so we can talk about the event. So for you, maybe it's there's someone on your kid's team and you're like I like that mom I just don't know quite how to like approach them about being friends just sit next to them ask a few questions figure out what they do figure out how you can continue to have conversations find a way to exchange numbers that's not weird and creepy and it takes time and it takes you being creative it also requires that you kind of put yourself out there a little bit
1: mm-hmm. There's no risk involved because it, you're not marrying this person. You're not bringing them into your family. You just want a, somebody to occasionally, like you said, go on a walk with, go out to dinner with, yeah. go to lunch with. Like typically, here's the way this thing goes. Oh like Chalene might meet somebody or like be friends with her, but for us to go on a double date, I gotta approve. Or it doesn't make any sense for Well, and so
0: when I went out to lunch with this gal, Mm -hmm. not only was I asking her questions about herself, I was asking her tons of questions about her husband. Because I'm like, I need to figure out, like, are husbands going to gel? Because we've been on double dates before where, like, there's one specific trait that you cannot handle. Like, you have zero, zero, zero talents for it, even if you really like the person. Mm -hmm.
1: Do you want me to tell them? Sure. They can't be cheap. It's cheapness is the pet peeve. Of-
0: and how do you define cheapness?
1: And cheapness isn't the fact that like... You it, do it, or don't have money. You do or don't have money. You don't have to be. It's just like almost a mindset. It's the way you talk. It's the way if the subject comes up of money or things, it, the first word out of the, their mouth is, oh my gosh, that costs too much. That's too expensive. We could never do that.
0: And you know what I would say? I would say it's the person who can afford to do something that's convenient for everyone and comfortable but they refuse to because they're just pinch pennies like they're making plenty of money but they're still taking their toilet paper two ply and splitting it in half to have two rolls yeah. you know what i mean or like
1: and telling you about it
0: yeah or it's that, <laughs> thinking that, that person that that's great. who I, I know who you're thinking about who they're millionaires and the things he does because he doesn't want his wife to spend money that we think it's not safe for her you know like different things like having to get rides from strangers i'm like what that's like hitchhiking like no anyway so it's cheapness that's your thing but anyway so we went out to lunch and part of getting to know someone is knowing how to be a good listener i'm gonna break all of that down on friday's episodes like how do you become better in social environments whether it's one-on-one or in big group settings and i think that episode will be very helpful but it starts like in order to make friends you have to put it out there like i've talked about on the podcast i'm like i'd like to make some miami friends
1: i I exchanged phone numbers at the yeah you did yes with one of the guys yes you're gonna have a friend he wants to be my friend
0: did you ask enough questions to figure out if you had stuff in common Yeah. yeah So, you know, when you're asking questions and getting to know someone at a mixer, then did you ask for his number or did he ask for yours? No,
1: in fact, he asked for mine.
0: Did he have a reason?
1: This is what he said. He said, we got to get together. Oh, okay. He said, I don't talk to a lot of people that are like as real as you. Like you just call it the way it is. I'm like, okay, he's got my personality. Like he understands Mm -hmm. like what I'm talking about. And from what I gathered, they didn't have kids, but they're in this entrepreneurial spirit and they like to do certain things that, like, like his interests were the same as mine. Okay. And I told him some of the things that he likes to do Wait. that I, I don't like to do. Okay, that's good. Right off good. the bat. So we got, like, some things that, like, he goes, first thing he said, he goes, do you like to smoke cigars? And I said, no, I don't like smoking cigars. And he goes, perfect. He goes, so oh, we won't go there. Because okay. he's just, oh, you, okay. you know. So then he was, like, telling me. He literally asked me, he goes, like, so what do you like to do when you go out? And stuff oh, like that. Yeah, so that was nice. Well, yeah.
0: wow, he should write a book on how to make male friends over
1: well you, the adult. book that Warren's friend wrote wasn't just for girls was I it? know
0: no but it's kind of like more like how to create those conversations in a social environment but it was a great event and the gal who ended up catering it it's a crazy story and you know I don't want to like bore anyone who already heard it on Patreon but I'll just tell you this God is so cool the way you're just Like there's millions of people in this world. And the way you randomly meet the people you're supposed to meet is so freaking cool. Anyways, shout out to Alexia who catered the event. It's called Nude Pita. Her restaurant is in Miami. It's across from the uh, design district. District. She's from Greece originally, but the cool story, she did turbo jam and she lost a bunch of weight and she like changed her lifestyle and it inspired her to become a chef and then open up her own restaurant in Greece, and now she's opened up one here in Miami, and they serve keto, Greek
1: food, and- It's like 80% vegan, like yeah, the, 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 the menu. menu is, but they still have like meat dishes and stuff like that. Let me tell you, you have to go there. If you live in the Miami area- And you like Greek food. And you like Greek food, which is, it's so good, go. If you're vacationing here, and you're, you know everybody, you're always trying to find a place to go, perfect place for lunch. And you don't even have to worry about it. Here's your menu. Get the flatbread sourdough. It's 100-year-old sourdough bread. It's insane. She tested it on our meet and greet. She was testing it for a restaurant, and everybody was in love with
0: it. I I love a good Greek salad. Who doesn't love a good Greek salad? She had
1: a good Greek salad there. I've heard
0: recently, and I'll have to ask her, but I've heard recently you're not supposed to say Chinese chicken salad. Like It should just be called a chicken chop salad, like, now we're not supposed to put...
1: Where it came from? Yeah. Mm. Can't, lot, that
0: probably can't call them French fries anymore. There's
1: lots of rules, people. Lots of rules to keep up with. So what I've decided to do is I don't pay attention to the rules.
0: <laughs> he really doesn't. I'll be like, you can't say... Like certain things where I'm like, no, that's not a new rule, dude. That's Everyone knows forever and ever you're not supposed to say that. And he'll say those things. I'm like, no, we don't. we're not saying that. Luckily, my kids listen to me. It was very fun. And we got to meet new people. But more importantly, people got to meet each other. And that happened because of the way it was facilitated. And that's not something I know how to do. Like literally having a plan in place made it so easy. I thought. (laughs) And having two friends here was, speaking of adult friends, even just navigating adult friendships can be a little confusing. So, And I've done this on many occasions where, in fact, I think my friend group, like I think I brought almost all of them together. Like, introduce them to each other. I'm almost positive, with the exception of Jen and Janelle. Yeah,
1: that's what I was going to say. The only yeah. exception is Jen when We and went
0: Janelle. to high school with Janelle, or Jen. But it's interesting when you have a friend and you want to introduce them to another friend, right? Because you're the one that they have in common, but you don't know if they're going to get along. It's almost like siblings. You know, like, you and your brothers and sisters, like, really the only thing sometimes you have in common is your parents. Like, I know so many people have like zero in common with their siblings. Like, they, they're not alike from a personality standpoint, from a mindset. I mean, I have little,
1: acquaintances with my brother, but we don't have the same friends. Yeah. Like, we have acquaintances.
0: Yeah. I would no, say like, Mike Valprado, but like, that's it. That, that yeah. was
1: the person I was going to say. It's like most yeah. common.
0: Yeah. So, Michaela and I have been best friends for like the last, I don't know what, 10, 15 years. So, we know each other too well. Almost. And Warren is a newer friend. I met him like maybe a year and a half, two years ago.
1: You met him after Christmas of 2020.
0: Anyways, I haven't Hi. known him obviously as long. I think it was 2021, but it doesn't matter. But you meet people sometimes where you're like, whoop, like instant connection. And that's the kind of connection we have. But it it's so funny. And I was introduced to Warren through April. And so this is a very interesting conversation, in my opinion. And I haven't had to talk to you about this. But, like, we noticed in the pod squad, because Warren came here this weekend, and I always, you know, whoever is with me, I post stories about them, whether it's my mom or dad or whoever. So I was posting stories with Warren and with Michaela. And people who listen to the podcast and follow me on social were so confused. And they're like, who is this guy that just randomly showed up? And all the theories about who he is is hysterical, like some people yes. are like, oh, it's her brother. Did you hear some of the other theories?
1: No, I just heard that one person was like, who is this person? I've been following Shaleen for years. I'm, all of a sudden this person comes up, are we supposed to know yeah. who this is?
0: And I thought, and so we were all in the car and Warren was reading that to me. And I'm like, that's so weird. That's so strange that people think he came out of nowhere or whatever. And he was kind of laughing about it too. And Michaela being the psychologist,
1: she had the best analogy. answer, yeah, the analogy. Yeah. She's why. like,
0: it's, it's not weird. These people, they know you. Like if someone has been listening to the show for 10 years, they really, really know you. And you talk about everything in your life. And so if they've missed maybe the one or two episodes where you've mentioned him, it does feel like it's out of the blue for them. And it's about trying to make sense of your world and also being protective of the person who you have, I forget what they call it, like a relationship with because you listen to the podcast. You know what I mean? Like you feel like when I met people, the mixer, people's husbands would say, oh, my wife refers to you as her friend, Chalene. I cannot believe you guys are just meeting today because like I'm so sick of hearing your voice. Like (laughs) my wife will say, we're not, Chalene said we're not doing that. So we're not doing that. It was kind of funny. So it was interesting to have Michaela explain it that way. And then I thought about how that is true even of, me right like so when it's social media like let's say for example i'm just going to use mindy as an example you guys know mindy Lahorn, another one of my friends let's just say that i'm watching mindy's stories and then suddenly there's a weekend where she's like constantly posting another girl i'd be like did we approve her <laughs> like who is she you know what i mean like when aprielle started posting up with brooke like she and yeah. brooke became friends really fast brooke castillo and i remember thinking i didn't know who it was And she's very, very well known in the coaching community, Brooke Castillo, you guys probably, she's got a great podcast too. And I'm like, who is this? I don't know who this is. And did I approve her? You know what I mean? So I get it, but I think it's something we all do, right? Where you're like, wait, when it's someone you know really well, it's social media that we're like, as adults, you don't just, you're not- Like, who's that person? We don't see each other every day. And you don't tell, like, if you have a friend, Who's in another state you don't tell them oh hey i met someone today and i might (laughs) be friends i don't know it's just a it's a kind of a peculiar thing but i i completely get it because i've done it too so i don't know what sense to make of it other than kind of what michaela had said creating a deeper connection whether it's with a new friend or the partner the partner you've been with for like forever You can deepen that connection, but it does involve a skill, which is why I highly recommend an app that we use called Paired. If you've never heard of Paired before, it's basically a relation app for couples. And I know what you're thinking. You're rolling your eyes right now. Oh my gosh, that sounds super cheesy. It's not. I'm telling you, you want this in your back pocket if, well, I mean, if your relationship is important to you, then you want to be able to create a deeper connection And this is an app that makes it so easy to do this, especially if creating that emotional bond between you and your partner, like getting to know each other on a deeper level feels weird or awkward. By using this app just like five minutes a day, it's gonna help you to build a deeper knowledge of your partner. I don't care how long you've been together. Whether you're on your third date or your third decade, This app is going to help you kind of like lighten the mood. It makes it super fun and really easy to get to know your partner on a deeper level. I put the link in our show description, but go to paired, P-A-I-R-E-D.com forward slash Shalene, and you're going to get a seven-day free trial. You can check it out. You can decide if you like it for yourself. If you do, definitely sign up for their subscription. This app just makes it so easy, so simple to connect with your partner on a much deeper level, you know, and and that's what building a happier, more connected relationship with your partner is all about. So again, to sign up, simply go to paired.com forward slash Shalene and check out their seven day free trial today. So I don't know what sense to make of it other than kind of what Michaela had said. But it is interesting when you bring two people together and you know both of them very well. It never works when you're in as a girl, when you're in like middle school or elementary school. Like if you have a daughter, you know this to be true. And there's always three little girls that hang out. And it's constantly a battle, constantly, because one of them is the boss of the other two. And then one is always on the outs. Like it's always that way. So it's kind of a weird dynamic when you're an adult and there's three friends and two of those friends didn't know each other. Like you've brought them together, right? And so as the person who's bringing them together, you're praying, you're like, I love this person and I love this person, like a mom who has two kids. And when you're a mom who has two kids, you want your kids to love each other and sometimes they don't. And you can't force it. You just, as an adult, or someone who has adult kids, like last week you're like, did you hear? Sierra and Brock went to lunch. And we were like, oh. (laughs) We were like so happy. But you almost don't want them to know how happy it makes you because you don't want to put
1: pressure. You just want it to happen organically, but you're hoping that it happens.
0: Because it's a relationship, I mean, by chance. Like they didn't choose it. And the same is true when you have two people you're an adult and you've got two friends that you really really love and you're like yeah i hope they like each other you know <laughs> and you know that there's some things that they won't right because all of your friends serve some purpose for you you know what i mean like it might be i don't know if i want to say purpose but you know like there are certain things i'm gonna overlook no one's perfect and so i have plenty of friends who it's like we're overlooking that so don't bring that up because i love this person so we're not talking about that you can or you've
1: already gone through that valley with that person Mm -hmm. and then the new person just realizes like oh there's no reason to bring it up because you've already gone through the valley and come out the other side with that person yeah so it's kind of like there's so much history yeah that you have with both people that you just want them that those people to like each other and like start a new history we don't need to go all the way back
0: yeah and i've had friends who've introduced me to one of their friends who's like they're really really close with and i've said to myself i don't get it i don't understand do you know that nearly 50% of people in the United States have inadequate levels of magnesium? Completely deficient. And it's not just because of our dietary choices. Like you can be eating a very healthy diet that you think has everything you need to produce enough magnesium. But for some people, it's genetic. For some of us, it is the way that we eat and the way that we live and and how we exercise. But again, almost 50% of people are deficient in magnesium. And if you are a woman, especially important that you get a quality magnesium supplement. Because if you don't, I mean, when you're deficient in magnesium... It's associated with osteoporosis, mood swings, nerve malfunctioning, hormone dysregulation. There's so many things that having the right level of magnesium in your body actually helps to alleviate a lot of these symptoms, including a lot of the symptoms of menopause, even hot flashes and night sweats. I know a lot of you have been talking about getting your hormones tested, which I think is a great idea, but why not also consider doing a supplement that you're likely deficient in any ways that's going to improve all of these areas, plus it can probably help you sleep. And you don't even have to research the best company out there because I already did that for you. What I take is Magnesium Breakthrough. You can get it at magnesiumbreakthrough.com. And when you go to magnesiumbreakthrough.com forward slash Offer, you're going to get 10% off. I mean, why not? Use code Chalene Offer don't forget the word offer. And for a limited time, if you buy three bottles, they're actually going to give you an extra gift worth purchase. That's just for lifers. So don't wait, go check it out. MagnesiumBreakthrough.com forward slash Chalene offer for a high quality magnesium supplement that includes seven of the essential strains of magnesium that your body needs to function at its highest. All right, back to the show. And I've had friends who've introduced me to one of their friends who's like they're really, really close with. And I've said to myself, I don't get it. I don't understand. Are you thinking of people?
1: Uh, I don't have those people. Like
0: my one friend in Vegas who had a friend that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I don't get it. Then you go, am I missing it? Or
1: like, wait. But then you got to go back to what you just said, that different friends serve different purposes. So Mm -hmm. that friend could have served a different purpose. And Mm -hmm. you're looking at that person as like, well, gosh, I give this to this I know what I bring to the table. Mm -hmm. This person, I don't know what they're bringing to the table, but they must've brought something at some point.
0: Absolutely, I think that's fair. It's just an interesting dynamic, right? And like, I love that it's a boy and a girl like this weekend with Warren and Michaela, and we rented a convertible and we drove around and sang and I let them both pick on me because I have like the worst voice and also with my vocal cord injury which is why my voice is deeper, I have one vocal cord that it won't close. It just won't touch. Like when they do a scan or whatever, a scope, it like doesn't close all the way. It has a partial paralysis. So literally songs I used to be able to sing like six months, well, not six months, like a year ago before my surgery, I don't know what caused it, but I can't sing the song anymore. Like literally it's the most frustrating, bizarre thing in the world. It's like, it just, nothing comes out. crazy anyways my point was they both have freaking amazing voices so we drove around in the convertible and sang and they were amazing at the event together
1: and you all three have adhd oh yeah and that makes it super fun which makes it great for me
0: when you have kids you are never done trying to figure out how to be a better parent at least that's how i feel about it may is mental health awareness month And I felt like, okay, what can I work on in terms of my mental health that will make me or help me to be a better human, a better parent? And it's such a strange thing to remember or to be aware of the fact that you are a parent, whether your kids are adults or not, you're still their parent. And there are no books, because I've looked for them. I can't find a book that's been written on how to be a good parent to your adult children. So the only thing I know to do is to improve who I am and to continue to evolve as a human. I decided May is the best month to do this. So I'm working with a new therapist and I'm working on, I'm just going to tell you specifically what it is I'm working on. I'm working on an emotion that I don't like to experience, that I'm not comfortable expressing. I've talked a little bit about this on Patreon, but I recognize all of the emotions are important. If I'm going to be a good human to my adult children i've got to figure out how to do that i've got to evolve and i'm doing that with the help of a new therapist a new therapist who i've never even seen in person this is all virtual and i'm working through experiencing or learning i guess i should say how to experience an emotion that most of my life i've been really uncomfortable and resistant to feeling i'm just going to leave it at that i'm not going to go into too much detail But the fact that I'm able to use a virtual therapist, well, I mean, it's a real person, but I'm able to do this virtually. Like, we're just basically on the phone. It's super convenient. I have a weekly standing appointment. I don't have to drive anywhere. I don't have to sit in traffic. I can text him 24 hours a day. Like I said, it's super convenient, but like, forget about the convenience. It's eye-opening. It's just allowing me to make so much sense of, I don't want to say my life and sound like super dramatic, but literally like I'm understanding why I pick the friends that I pick. I'm understanding why I respond the way that I respond. And this is something that just, it makes you a better human. Listen, if it's important to you to make progress towards being a healthier person, you've got to focus on your mental health and Talkspace is there to help you do that. As a listener of The Chalene Show, you get a hundred dollars off your first month with Talkspace. Just go to Talkspace.com forward slash Chalene, and they will match you with a licensed therapist. Plus, when you use code Shaleen, you're going to get $100 off your first month, and it's a wonderful way to show support for the show. So again, go to Talkspace.com, or you can simply download their app. You can find it at the App Store, and don't forget to use code SHALENE for $100 off your first month.
1: And you all three have ADHD. Oh, yeah. And that makes is, it super fun. Which makes it great for me.
0: Okay. So then <laughs> after our meetup, one of the gals that we met, Amanda, she was so funny and so fun. Uh, we is that were, the one that picked you up? From Anatomy, yes. yes. She told us to go to this place. Afterwards, she's like, I said, because I could tell I, I like get her vibe. And I'm like, oh, she's fun, like fitness girl. Like, a, you know, love her energy. I could tell she could dance. And I'm like, any places you recommend? She's like, yes, go to this place called Bagatelle. And I'm like, okay. And she described what it was like. She's like, it's just, just good music. It's so entertaining. It is such a vibe. It's such good people watching. Like, it's just a whole thing. So we're like, okay, great. So we pull up. She said, you can probably get a drink. Like, it's going to, it's F1 weekend. Okay.
1: She did tell you that. Like, there, were, she, you weren't thinking we were getting a drink. No, no, no. She yeah, said, cause you cause pulled maybe up you'll be able place.
0: to go in and get a drink. Like, you need a reservation.
1: Because yeah. we pulled up to this place and it's got like the red rope and like two guys sitting out there in their little suits. And they kind of like, They're kind of like looking at us. In Miami, there could be nobody in the restaurant. And if you don't have a reservation, they look at you like you're like the scum of the earth. It's the
0: moment where like that person has all this power and they're like, (laughs) no reservation, sorry. Sorry, and
1: the restaurant could be empty. So I think it was either Michaela or Shalene was like, no, we don't have a reservation. We just wanted to go in. And the guy's like, oh, okay, sure, no problem. You can go to the bar. And we walked in and we were greeted by a hostess there. And she kind of looked at me. She said, you've been here before. And I was like, no, I've never been here before. And she's like, and all these places, because you're drinking and stuff like that. And it's kind of like open. You just kind of like walk in. She wanted to check like my ID and she got my phone number. I don't know why for it. Probably to like solicit business afterwards. I have no idea. Like they want to like text you, like come back. Of so she grabbed my ID and she looked at me and she goes, internet she goes internet. she goes i she, she she literally said internet she goes i follow your whole family
0: and then she looked at me and, and i
1: go i go there's Shalene. and she goes Ah. And she gave Shalane a big hug. so at that point i was like okay now She's we
0: like, got oh ch- my god i love you guys and she yeah. she was young like Yeah, Maybe 19 or something. Yeah, She's probably
1: mid-20s. Yeah, I don't know. And so anyway, she's very young. She gave
0: us a hug, and I'm like, can we go get a drink at the bar? And she's like, yeah, no problem. And then Warren, because he's so smooth, says, oh, he taps into this. He's like, oh, you love their family? That's so amazing. What's your name? He starts asking her all the questions, and he goes, well, we would love it if there's any way, if any tables opened up, right? And so we sit down at the bar. The place is frigging packed. Packed. We sit down at the bar. Saturday night. We order champagne. Yeah. And- We just ordered it, and before it even he, the bartender's there, before he even pours the drink, she walks over, she goes, I got you a table.
1: And not just a table. Like, Like, the second best table table in the whole place. Like, literally was, it might have been even better than the one that the the Viet, because they couldn't see the whole thing. So we could see the whole scene. And And
0: it was a scene. This,
1: this, the girl from Anatomy is her name, Amanda? Yes. So Amanda was dead on. It actually had really good food, too. So we were kind of hungry because we didn't like eat like a full meal. We just had like appetizers.
0: Mediterranean food. Yeah,
1: at the meet and greet. So we just had like a few, we got a salad, and and I think I got sea bath. Food was great. Let me describe the environment. Okay, you can describe it. Okay,
0: so it's like a Parisian boudoir meets Las Vegas. It's like quintessential South Beach. Like, just everyone's there to see and be seen. Like they are wearing, like I always say, at least in South Beach, when you go to one of these like restaurants, it's like a restaurant, but it's also a club. Mm-hmm. So it, at a certain hour, you hear the music is just Potato pumping clock. and you just, it starts to really pick up and you're like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And there's really no dance floor, but you can tell from the wait staff that things are going to happen. And so the center of the restaurant is a DJ booth, like up pretty high. And flanking the DJ booth are entertainers. So it's either like a saxophone player comes out and kind of does improv on the sax, well, to the popular beat of the music, whatever. Or these two women hop up who are just like absolutely the most beautiful bodies you've ever seen in your life. And they're just dressed very kind of kind of cabaret, like not inappropriate. You know, they're covered, but it's very cabaret style. It's like, like a, nude, bo- like a nude body
1: suit with just some like sparkles and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, it wasn't nude. They were wearing nylons. That's what you we were thinking was nude. Okay. And a bodysuit. But that's, like a, yeah. that's,
1: that's pretty flipping good that a boy can figure that's that out. That's pretty good,
0: yeah. yeah. And they're just like, they're like voguing. Like, it is putting Madonna to shame. Like, it, it's so good to watch. It's so entertaining. And the music is pumping. And your wait staff is like, I mean, they hired the most outgoing, fun, vivacious, like legit. Like, you can tell, like, our waitress, what was her name? Viviana. Viviana. Viviana was amazing. And I just watched her the whole night. She was so sweet to everyone else that worked there and these people work their butt off. So everything they bring out to your table is very much a show. Like we ordered burrata and they come out with this big giant thing of cheese or I think Warren ordered burrata, like this big giant ball of burrata and they chop it all up for you at the table. Like she does that. We ordered a a whole chicken and they come out and they debone it. And, you know, so everything's a performance and a show. And the music keeps kicking up and you, and people start getting crazier and crazier. And then they start encouraging people to get like up on tables and dance. Tables and chairs. Yeah. Tables and chairs. They, they want that, right? Because that's the vibe. And you can tell that there's some, I don't know, bachelor parties or birthday parties. That was a or, birthday
1: party in front of us, About about yeah. 12 guys. They were having a good time.
0: But one of the coolest things that's just so fun and so entertaining is if anyone orders a nice bottle of champagne.
1: About $500 or more. Oh, is that it? It's about five hundred. If you
0: order a two hundred fifty dollar bottle, you get in the show.
1: Not at that place. Okay. I don't think.
0: Wow! Right, but so. I mean,
1: but it's literally the markup that they do on these bottles is insanity.
0: Okay, I'm gonna let you okay. talk about that in a second. But so when someone orders a bottle, you're like, what's going on? Because all of a sudden, the DJ like stops playing the music and the lights go off. So you're like looking around, like what's going on? What's going on? Like so, all the attention, right? And they make it silent for like five seconds, which is a long time in a restaurant. And the lights go down. Everyone's looking around. And then all of a sudden, like all these people came out dressed up as Pablo Escobar and his, and his entourage, right? And they're playing this like crazy Pablo Escobar song. I don't know. I've never heard it before, but it's like a house yeah. club music. And they're dressed in character and they go over to the table and all the staff like they climb up on the backs of the booth and everyone's in costume. It's probably like 15 staffers yep. and they have this bottle of champagne. And the way that they present it, and then it's just like sparklers and Columbia, confetti. Columbian and,
1: flags and stuff. It was just so crazy. It's crazy.
0: And it's just, it's so enter- freaking entertaining. And you're like, this is so fun. So I was up and dancing. And like I say in Miami, there's only, at the nightclubs, it's either Hoochie or Gucci. Like that's it. Like that's, it's just like. Where were super, you that night? Gucci? Well, I wasn't wearing any
1: Gucci. So you were Hoochie? I guess so. Okay. I probably
0: was. I mean, I was. Yeah, you were Hoochie. I wasn't trying to be, but like, you know, I didn't know that we were going to go dancing or I would have not worn that dress. It's like one of those wrap dresses, you know, the dress that you saw Amanda picking me up in. It's just not very conducive to dancing because it's got like a slit in it. And I had underwear on, but they're nude underwear. You know what I'm saying? So I was was like very conscientious about like being careful, like where I was dancing. But the table next to us, this is, we, this is a little bit embarrassing, but I'm just going to tell you. So the table next to us was a couple.
1: A couple probably in their late 40s, early 50s.
0: Oh, not that old. Late 40s, maybe. Okay. 40s. Mid
1: 40s. Okay, mid 40s. -40s. Okay, so I'm two years old. Which,
0: by the way, do we have to have ages anymore? Can we just say...
1: There are a couple that have been, been married for quite some time.
0: Here's my point. Okay. Like... I keep telling people, and I don't know, I can never remember my age. So can I just say, like, if you hit 40 and you're 43, you can just say 40. If you hit 50 and you're 55, just say 50. Like, once you hit over 40, like, just 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 be the number. You're
1: that number for the decade. For the decade. Yeah, I'm I'm 40.
0: If you agree, like, this should just be a thing. It's so childish to say 47. You're 40. It's such a waste (laughs) of time to say you're 52. No, you're 50. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Yeah. it. It's been
0: decided. So from now, anyway, so they were 40.
1: I'll give you that. They're 40. Mm
0: -hmm. And I assume that they're Muslim. By the way, she was wearing a kajab. Wait, not kajab, hijab. Yes.
1: So they're in a booth that is bigger than the booth that we were in with four people. So they were in like a booth that usually probably be six to eight people. Mm -hmm. And they're just there together. And they're very like snuggly, but they're not, Cute. there's no PDA. Going. They're just yeah. close together, yeah. right? And they're eating and they had a presentation. They we were doing this appetizer that was like a, a pizza with avocado and caviar. And they got that. That, that Did was you look their, up how much that was on the menu? No, because she didn't give me the price because it was an off menu. It was like one of their specials that night. So our waitress, Viviana, was Preparing it the whole thing and she's eating it, so they're eating it. Then
0: I've never had caviar
1: after Pablo Escobar comes out. It's probably 15 20 minutes later, all of a sudden, lights go out again, lights come back on. Jim Carrey, the mat, not Jim Carrey themselves, but a costume of the mask, the green, the yellow suit, like Com- a
0: full blown Hollywood production costume. Like it's so good.
1: He comes up over the top of our booth into their booth because you know there's space and he's on top of their booth and then all of a sudden behind one of the girls it might have even been Anka the girl that we met at the front she's bringing this giant bottle I think that they call mag magnums when they're that big I don't know know. it's the biggest bottle of champagne I've ever seen crystal but I didn't know it was crystal until like I looked and I was like oh my god that's crystal so I'm like I've never even had it before. I've never even seen it, but it was like seven bottles of Cristal how in one. How much is a, a
0: bottle of Cristal normally?
1: Normally, just a, regu- like a regular bottle, yeah. two hundred bucks in the store oh, really? in, the, in the liquor store. Oh, okay. So I'm thinking, like, I googled it that night. I was like, because I couldn't google that that exact bottle, but Cristal. And I'm like, okay, maybe there's five bottles of that. So let's just say a thousand dollars. So Warren looks on the menu to see how much that bottle was.
0: The mega bottle.
1: The mega bottle. $5,000. So that was like basically a $4,000 show of D- delivery of this bottle. So
0: when they come to the table, like it, it's just, a, it's so fun. There's sparklers. And yeah. And you know, the, the, the couple, they were so cute. You could just tell they were very in love and having a good time. Together. He was laughing and like oh, yeah.
1: loving the whole thing.
0: But I was a little self-conscious because our booth was right next to theirs. And I kept getting, you know, getting up to dance outside the booth. Uh-huh. And I was like, I hope this is appropriate, but like, this is this place. You yeah, know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, because there is obviously a level of modesty mm-hmm. that obviously she is honoring. And, anyways, I'm like, I can't think about it. Like, this isn't, this but is, but they were having a good time.
1: Way. They were laughing and having a good time are, the whole time.
0: And here's the deal. So, the, the two of them, and they each had a glass. Yeah. Like, Homeboy must be
1: loaded. Loaded. The, now, now, when that bottle came, my brain's already thinking, like, why would they get that? There's only two of them. And, like, so then, more glasses came out, and they gave the glasses to the employees.
0: The, they gave the whole staff, like, we're having glasses of champagne, right? Yeah. Then they left, and we almost made new friends, like, because they, they said goodbye, and, and we were like, oh, you're so lovely, and, you know, and we were, anyways, so so then they left, and I look at this bottle of Cristal, which we took, wait, first, we're such Posers, such posers! He took a picture of the bottle of crystal, this giant bottle of crystal, and sent it to our kids. And what, what was the comment you sent? I don't know. Like something like know. "baller <laughs> left. <letter. Like, laughs> pretending like he bought it, right? <laughs> but I did even worse than that because after they left, I'm like, "They're not going to drink their own crystal." I've never tried crystal. I'm going to like dumpster dive right now. I don't care. I ain't, I ain't above it. They're leaving. Like it's not like anyone's mouth is around the bottle I was sitting right here next to our booth. And I saw him like give, giving out you know drinks to the stab i'm like certainly i've got to try cristal so i mean it's a big bottle like to, and so i sure did i sure did help dumpster dived How was dumpster it? diving for cristal it was so like i don't know if it's placebo effect and you just know it's expensive but i was like this is so smooth but i did have a hangover the next day and i yeah, never got but
1: that was because of the amount not because
0: because the amount no it's because i had i think it's because i had a, a margarita
1: you you should never do that. You were doing just fine with champagne, yeah. and then all of a sudden, you know what you did? You got FOMO because Warren and Michaela both got these fun little margarita drinks with the tahini around the rim, and that made you get FOMO.
0: I should know better because literally two glasses of champagne is perfect. If I do three, which on occasion you have manipulated me into having three glasses, okay then I just, I'm often taken advantage of. I'm just going to say it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Two's the regular show. Three is who knows what's going to oh, happen. Boy.
0: But now we're like Kelly Rippa and her husband. Everyone's like annoyed by how much they talk about, how much fun they have together. Oh. But it is what it is. Anyways, I did do two glasses of champagne plus a margarita plus a half a glass of Cristal and I don't know. I kind of had to
1: do the crystal. I
0: had to. I emptied that friggin' bottle. <laughs> no shame in my game, whatsoever. It was an incredible night. And the next day, then we went to Nikki Beach, because like you've got friends in town and yeah. they're coming to Miami. So, and you know, Michaela's a single mom, and it's like I really want to just let her enjoy herself and experience Miami, and I she just loves all of that
1: stuff. So, and she's only forty
0: no she's 50
1: oh she is now yep. okay yep. so she's yeah a 50. I remember when i got tattoos on her 50 years. oh is that oh is that the 50 yeah, okay she's 50
0: okay. forever and 50. so so we'd heard about nikki beach in monaco yeah i don't know if that's where the first one was but so we made reservations for nikki beach on sunday but because we were so hungover
1: woke Thank up god, very late o'clock.
0: oh my god woke up at like 12 o'clock
1: I'm like we gotta go
0: because we went to bed at like 2 30 or 3
1: yeah
0: who are we I'll tell you who we are. We are wild, empty nesters. Y'all, those of you who are in the thick of it, your kids are little, you're trying to get them through high school graduation, figure out where they're going to go to college. Maybe you've got one that's in middle school or in elementary school and and you're just trying to make your business work and oh man, they don't even know. Life gets better. Something gets better. It gets different and it gets easier. I I definitely won't say better because I would never, ever
1: I wouldn't change that.
0: No, it's just, I mean, having... Little Ones is so yummy. It's just but a different it's season. it's hard. Yeah. It is so hard. So I hope that you- It's a
1: definitely, it's a harder season than it is this season.
0: Oh, this season's just so friggin' fun. So look forward to it. Don't forget to connect to your partner while you're in whatever season that you're in because eventually it's just going to be the two of you. And even if you're single and you're trying to make it as a, a single mom, like there's going to be a day when you will suddenly go, I don't have to be home. I don't even have to be in this state. I can stay out as late as I want. Like, it's so fun. It's all about your perspective. And I'm just going to continue to repeat that phrase. And if this is the first time you've stumbled upon our podcast, I'd love to invite you to subscribe. We talk about life. We talk about health. We talk about all real things. I try to have an incredible takeaway for you in most shows. Like Friday's episode is going to be about overcoming social anxiety, like how to have the confidence to own the room and make other people feel very comfortable but i mean we talk about plastic surgery we talk about alzheimer's anything related to like
1: family how relationships money yeah everything
0: so we invite you to subscribe if you're listening on patreon or wherever you listen doesn't matter to us but we really do love getting your feedback and especially what things you relate to or what things you find funny i think that's always a good thing Back to Nicky Beach. So Nikki Beach was way more chill than I thought it was going to be. 100%. Like I pictured it being like Begatel. Like I thought people would be like, Woo!
1: That would have been you later know? in the day. I think it I picks wonder. up. Saturday afternoon. We, picked, we got a Sunday, so it was going to be okay. So what it was is... Recovery. Uh, yeah.
0: But if I'm going to describe the vibe, at least on a Sunday, I don't know if it's normally like this, but it was just very chill. The music was very like loungy, european club style mm-hmm. vibe like Ibiza. It felt like Ibiza.
1: You've never been to Ibiza? I
0: know, but I've seen movies.
1: Okay. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't loud thumping like Ibiza like the movie we saw. Okay. It was just really relaxing. Just and like beautiful
0: a- like white day beds and a lot of people were wearing like their bathing suits with like beach cover-ups. There were people having brunch. It was just more like of a vibe than like a party. I thought it was gonna be, I wasn't ready for another party, but I thought it was gonna be that. And I was happy that it was very, very relaxing. Food was okay. Service was okay. So would I recommend it?
1: No. Yeah. I mean, if you have the ability and you're coming here for like, a birthday party or a bachelorette party or something like that. And you can get a Friday or Saturday afternoon. It's probably be pretty fun, but just like just to come hang out. It's just average.
0: I feel like we need to take a little break from having guests because it's not their fault, but I've I've probably gained five pounds in the last week because you know, you go out for every meal and you're having cocktails where you normally wouldn't be having cocktails and you're sleeping in later. Like definitely off my routine.
1: We're going to get back to the routine.
0: Okay, good. I appreciate that. Well, listen, we really do appreciate you guys being here with us. Hope you enjoyed this. Let us know if there's anything else you'd like for us to share. We're happy to do so. As always, we really do appreciate you spent any time with us. We don't care where you listen. This is a podcast that we also have on YouTube, but... You don't have to watch it. I mean, unless we're referring to something, sometimes we put in like B-roll and videos, like you can see some of the people that we're talking about. We'll probably find some footage to put in here of like Nikki Beach and maybe we can find some footage of Bagatelle. But again, if wherever it's convenient for you, like some people don't like YouTube and they would rather listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever it's convenient for you, that's where we want you to be. Wherever you want to leave your comments, whether it's Patreon or the YouTube or Pod Squad, we read them all and it really does mean a lot to us. So love you. Mean it. And we'll talk to you soon.
1: Bye-bye.